0: We are proud and honored to bring Penske Truck Rental to the show as the presenting sponsor of Pit Pass Indy. We will continue to cover the entire NTT IndyCar Series community and our partners at Penske Truck Rental will help us tell those stories. The season opening Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg was filled with wild stories from a very action-packed and chaotic race. The 100-lap contest on the streets of St. Petersburg, Florida, involved two very large crashes involving a first-lap incident that brought out the red flag after a massive pileup in Turn 3. Devlin DeFrancesco's Honda was T-boned by Benjamin Peterson's Chevrolet, launching it into the air. Others involved in the crash included both Meyer Shank racing drivers Elio Castrodembus and Simon Pagino, both AJ Foyt racing drivers Santino Ferrucci and Peterson, and Dale Coyne racing rookie Stingray Rob, who was able to continue in the race. When the red flag was removed nearly 20 minutes later, pole winner Ramon Grosjean of Andretti Autosport led for the next 31 laps before Team Penske's Scott McLaughlin took over the lead after a round of pit stops. Another Andretti Autosport car went airborne later in the race after Renus VK and Jack Harvey stuffed their cars into the Turn 4 tire barrier. Andretti's Kyle Kirkwood ran into the back of one of the cars, launching it over both VK's and Harvey's cockpit. Thanks to IndyCar's aero screen, none of the drivers involved in any of the crashes were injured other than a few bangs and bruises. McLaughlin led the most laps in the race with 37 and Grosjean was in front for 31 laps, but both drivers crashed into the turn four tire barrier in a dramatic event that helped shape the outcome. Grosjean pitted on lap 71 for what he hoped would be the final stop of the race. One lap later, McLaughlin pitted as the leader. As Grosjean came down the front straight at full speed, McLaughlin left pit Lane on cold tires, and the two cars intersected at pit out in a side-by-side battle. But as the two cars raced into the Turn 4 area, both made contact and both crashed into the tire barrier. Grosjean's race was over, but McLaughlin would later continue in the race and finish 13th one lap down. He was issued an avoidable contact penalty by IndyCar Race Control. When racing resumed on lap 79, Pato Award of Arrow McLaren appeared in control. But when a brief issue with the plenum on the engine caused it to cut off for a second or two, that's all Marcus Erickson needed to make his race-winning move on the front straight. Ericsson took the lead in front of the massive crowd in the main grandstands with four laps remaining and went on to win the season-opening race. It was a great opener for IndyCar and its partners as Penske Entertainment, owner of IndyCar, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and the Indianapolis 500 are creating some bold projects for this season. Bud Danker is the president of the Penske Corporation, which includes our partner, Penske Truck Rental. He joins us to kick off the partnership and give us a detailed inside look at IndyCar and the Indianapolis 500 in this exclusive interview for Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental is Penske Corporation President Bud Danker. Bud, some exciting news. Pit Pass Indy is now being sponsored by Penske Truck Rental. We can't thank you enough for coming on board as a partner. If you could just explain to our listeners the new relationship, what it's like to be involved with this podcast that centers on all the great action that happens in the NTT IndyCar series.
1: Well, first of all, Thank you, Bruce, for the coverage you provide to the NTT IndyCar Series. You know, the, it's one of the most competitive racing series, if not the most competitive racing series in the world. And you do a great job for our fans and current fans and new fans alike to understand and, and, um, and communicate this great series. And and now having an alignment with um, Penske Truck Rental that we think is a, a great opportunity for, for us as a company, but also for you as the person who really reports back to the fans about what goes on. You know, we've got a great business in Penske uh, Truck Rental. It's uh, over 50 years old now. You know, Roger began this business with 300 units, both cars and trucks, and now we have over 411,000 units on the road. One of the largest fleets in North America, if not the world. So you see our yellow trucks out there every day when you pass them on the on the freeways or the roads. Um, there's a lot more than aren't that aren't yellow. That are our customers' trucks that they wrap, and uh, it's a great business. It's a it's a business in North America that we're very proud of. We have a great team that runs it for us out of Reading, Pennsylvania, and it's a real halo to our brand with those yellow trucks on the on the highways and then the racing cars on the circuits.
0: It also underlines how diverse the Penske Corporation is. You're one of the leading companies in the world in the automotive industry. The track record speaks for itself in racing 43 national championships in all forms of racing, 18 Indianapolis 500 victories, I believe 17 IndyCar series championships. And on the highway, Penske Truck Rental is a leader in that industry also. So how do you describe the synergy between what the Team Penske does in racing to what Penske Truck Rentals does on the highways.
1: You know, Roger uses the term, the common thread, often about what racing provides to our our company. People don't know it, but we have a couple legs to our stools, and that's the automotive side of business. Over 350 car dealerships around the world. Um, You know, some 20-some thousand employees involved in that business. And that uh, provides us brands across 40 different brands that we retail around the world, here in the US as well as internationally, um, from Chevrolet to Porsche to Mercedes-Benz to Audi, Toyota, Honda, et cetera. Those are all brands that we represent and sell. On the transportation side of our business, Penske Transportation Solutions, over 30,000 employees in that business, You know, taking care of transportation needs for our, our customers, logistics, distribution, over the road, but also truck rental and truck leasing. On the, on the racing side of our business, of course, Team Penske, as you mentioned, the, the numbers, you know a lot better than I do. So thank you for that. Obviously, over 50 years of racing on the uh, various racing circuits. This year, of course, adding the, the Porsche business, both in IMSA as well as WEC. And then our newest business is Penske Entertainment, which is the um, business now we've added since buying the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the IndyCar Series. So those are the four legs to our stool. But over all of that hangs the common thread of racing. And that common thread stretches into all of our employees. 71,000 employees now make up the Penske organization, and all of them are watching those races on Saturday and Sunday. They're all talking about it on Monday morning. It brings them great pride in our competition every day. And we also obviously bring a lot of customers to every event, too, like we have here in St. Petersburg this weekend and at the Indy 500, as well as other races. So that common thread permeates our organization and provides these 71,000 associates around the world with great interest and great pride.
0: Penske Corporation is also one of the leading innovators in really understanding the value of the business-to-business relationship. I believe going all the way back to the beginning of Penske Racing in 1966, Roger Penske understood how racing can bring one business together with another business to create even more business opportunities, not only for the racing team, but for the corporation. And how valuable is that?
1: You know, the business to business, I think we've developed the term and invented the term because it's been our secret sauce for decades. When you have that much business going on, you have a lot of companies would love to have part of that business. And let me give you some examples. Verizon, of course, has been on Will Powers' car now for well over a decade. Well, guess what? Over 42,000 Verizon units are being used by our employees and their families, over 42,000. That's B2B. Think about those 411,000 trucks that are on the road every one of those under the hoods using Shell Rotella oil. That's a big business opportunity. By the way, those 411,000 trucks use a lot of tires. You know, hundreds of thousands of tires a year. In fact, over 800,000 tires a year will purchase. 800,000, and the majority of those are Bridgestone Firestone. So that gives you an idea of B2B. And also, by the way, those yellow trucks, that's PPG paint. So you now get a linkage to how important our partners are on the business. But We could not run our business without the strength of our partners, from Chevrolet to others in Ford, as well as a NASCAR, Chevrolet, IndyCar, Porsche on the racing series, of course. But you go to that B2B side of it, and that business of ours, over $40 billion of revenue a year, 71,000 employees around the world, our B2B partners make that happen for us.
0: And you've also been able to broker a lot of those business-to-business opportunities now with official sponsorships with the Indianapolis 500 and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It was one of the first things Roger Penske did after he purchased the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and IndyCar was to bring in Shell as a presenting sponsor, to bring in Verizon as the sponsor of the NASCAR race, to be able to spread that around. And now they have the showcase palace of all of motorsports in the world, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to be part of, that has to be a something you cannot place a value on to the sponsor.
1: No, you're right. We've got another, you know, um, I would say bullet in our arsenal now, which is the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to bring our partners to. And they love coming to it. We've got a golf course there. We've got all this great activity going on around our racing throughout the course of the year. So a lot of opportunities for our partners to use this this cathedral of racing. And then another example is that, for instance, if you go to the Speedway this year, New Indianapolis Motor Speedway, you're going to see the Shell Pectin across the entire spectrum of that Speedway. And wouldn't Shell love to have the Shell Gasoline Alley? Well, guess what? The Gasoline Alley now has the Shell Pectin on it. So that's just another pride point for Shell that, we come up, that came aboard with us buying the series or buying the Speedway as well. And you've got Dex Imaging, a partner of us in the NASCAR and IndyCar, now part of the... The, uh, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So those partners came along with us. And we're very proud of that also. And that goes back to the B2B. But I gotta tell you, these partnerships need to work for the partner as well. They can't be one way. And that ROI, we really understand. We've gotta provide them a return on their investment. And we they have the confidence in us to represent their brand we have the confidence in them to represent a great product and a great service they give us on a day-to-day basis.
0: When you go all the way back to the beginning of Roger Penske at the Indianapolis 500 with Penske racing, he elevated the game that you see involved in gasoline alley in the sport. He used to like to joke about how we were the college kids with the crew shirts and the polished wheels. A lot of the other teams saw that professionalism and they had to up their game. Now all of a sudden you have one of the most professional forms of racing on earth And the Indianapolis 500 has grown to be the biggest race on earth. It already was when he started. But he has just brought a whole new polish and shine to that event. And that, once again, shows the level of detail, the eye for detail, that not only Roger Penske, but the Penske Corporation has. So how valuable is that to the overall look and appeal of what the Penske Corporation can do for the consumer?
1: Well, you know... The Indianapolis Motor Speedway is, is now a reflection of our brand at Penske, a reflection of Roger, a reflection of me, a reflection of all of our people that you know walk in and out of our locations every day. When we first bought the Speedway, it was interesting. Typically, we as a race team see three things. We see the garage, we see our motor coach, and we see pit lane. Every once in a while, we see Victory Circle, thankfully. We don't get out to turn four and see the concession stands. We don't get out to turn three and see the bathrooms. We don't get out to the golf course to see how that's going on. We don't get up to pagodas to see how the operations are going. We don't get into the kitchens to see if they're clean or not. When we bought the Speedway, we walked that Speedway so many times and and we're in every single bathroom multiple times. There's over 110 suites at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Okay, probably the same number plus in terms of restrooms they all needed to be upgraded. And the first thing we focused on was, we got great racing, we know that, we have a great product on the Speedway, what can we do from a customer facing standpoint? And the first thing the customers saw after us buying it was the restrooms were all upgraded. Concession stands were all upgraded. The lighting, how about those people that were sitting in the front stretch all the time that couldn't see the, 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 the video boards because they, they had an awning, now they had opportunity to see the race going on at all the times with all the additional video boards we had. So our, our lens was totally focused on the customer. The product was good, but the customer experience needed to be increased. And as the customer comes back this year to the speed where they're gonna see some enhancing improvements as well, from a customer service standpoint, we're not stopping there. I'm excited this coming this coming year when we're gonna have the first time camping in the infield of the Speedway. When you come to the IMSA race and the NASCAR race, that's going to be cool as well. So these are all amenities that we're doing to increase the the customer experience, but also reflects back on us as our Penske brand.
0: You brought up an interesting point about the IMSA race. At, at some point, there is speculation that you may have a 12-hour or a 24-hour race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. This is an opportunity to try IMSA out on the IMS road course. They ran there back in the early 2010s uh, with the Brickyard Grand Prix. But what are some of the exciting possibilities that can come from utilizing the Indianapolis Motor Speedway road course with IMSA sports cars and even maybe WEC at some point?
1: Yeah, it's a good question, because um, as we've announced, um, this September we'll have our first IMSA race at the Speedway. We had sports cars, as you mentioned, in the Grand Am Series years and years ago. Um, so we're going to bring back the, um, the, the the IMSA series, but also a number another support series as well. We'll have the Pilot Challenge. That'll be about a four and a half hour race. It'll run from dusk to dark. That gives us the first chance to see how cars operate in the dark at the Speedway where the right lighting needs to be done before we have the WeatherTech series there next year racing and maybe a longer duration as race, as you mentioned. I can't tell you if it's going to be six hours, seven hours, nine hours, 12 hours, or 24 hours. It'll be longer than we have this year, which is going to be over two and a half hours. So we're going to have that opportunity, but we we need to create the atmosphere at a sports car race like they do at the Rolex race in Daytona, where it's camping. It's a carnival inside. There's all kinds of things to see from the midway, from kids and families. Create this event that's in the infield all about sports car racing. So we're gonna do it this year. We're gonna do it the right way. We're gonna have the uh, Pilot Challenge be the one that goes into the darkness to test it out. But we're really excited about 2024 coming back with a longer IMSA race. You
0: also revitalized the Brickyard Weekend Um, This year, the addition of the Indy Next Series is part of the program. It's the only weekend of the year where IndyCar and NASCAR are both at the same venue, the same weekend. How successful has that been in revitalizing that event?
1: You know, that was one of the key things that we looked at when we, we bought the series. You know, a couple of things you mentioned, Bruce. First, the NASCAR race. You know, after we purchased it, you saw us go from the oval to the road course, which was which was pretty exciting um, for both the Xfinity Series and the NASCAR Cup Series. Um, now we're adjoining them again um, this year with both being on the track, and we brought. But the fact that you've got, you're bringing an IndyCar fan and a NASCAR fan, as you mentioned, the only time you get to do that anywhere in North America is at the Speedway. So we're very proud of that. We still have the ability to to build that more. We want to build it back. Okay? And I, I can't comment about what's gonna happen in 2024, the 30th anniversary, by the way, of, of a cup race there. or we're gonna do, road course or oval, TBD. But you're gonna see some exciting things coming ahead for that, that race as well, too. So I know the France family and, and, and Steve Phelps, and Ben Kennedy, they're, they're great partners of ours. Um, we rely on them for a lot of partnership and advice and counsel. We're proud to have them at the Speedway. They love coming there as well. It's one of the biggest races on their, on their platform all year and we're excited to see what happens this year as well as 2024.
0: Were you surprised by the number of NASCAR fans that when it did switch to the road course, missed the race on the oval?
1: Yes, it's interesting, isn't it? We had a lot of people raising their hands saying the, the cars weren't conducive to the oval for these are the NASCAR cars, right? Try them on the road course. We made that change and then of course, they say put it back to the oval, but a lot of people love the excitement of those cars banging and beating on that road course of ours. It's amazing seeing those cars go through the the chicane and going through turn fives, too wide and such. We've learned a lot over the last couple of years doing that. This year will be another great weekend as well, too. But, um, hey, we love our fans because they're always giving us advice and recommendations and uh, counsel for the future. And that's why they're such great fans of motorsports.
0: But of course, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway is the home of IndyCar. And the fact that the month of May means not one, but two IndyCar races. Start the month of May off on the road course. And then after a two-day break, turn everything around, get the teams ready to go out there, run every day on the ovals, culminating with the 107th Indianapolis 500. For anybody who loves motorsports, that is the month that everybody lives for. And how is that reflected at the Penske Corporation?
1: You know, it's really the results we look at. You know, what Roger has a saying that effort equals results. And um, what are the results? Well, the results for us are the easy ones. What's What are ticket sales? What are sponsorship sales? Well, guess what? We have 110 suites at the Speedway, 110, they're all sold out. Definitely we have a waiting list of about 20 to 30 corporations that want a suite there. That's amazing. Our ticket sales were up this year compared to what we were the last three years. That's a good indication. Remember, we had over 300,000 people there last year and we're up. The revenue's up. So for us, the reflection to Penske Corporation is the the sign of what the customer thinks about it. And our signals are, are they coming back? Are they coming back early to commit to their seats? Um, and they have. And um, so from a sponsorship standpoint, a sweet sales standpoint, a fan standpoint, most importantly, the snake pit crowd as well too, of course, is a very younger crowd. Many of them don't even watch the race. Uh, we're up in those numbers as well too. So we're... We're very pleased with the numbers we have going on. We're you know some several weeks away obviously from the month of May. Um, but Doug Bowles, Mark Miles and the team there at the Speedway, you know Doug Bowles is the, is the mayor of the Speedway. He connects so well with our fans and our partners and um, we're so lucky to have he and the leadership of Jay Fry in the series and, and Mark as our CEO to lead that way. and you know we're there to support them, Roger, myself and the company. we're there to provide resources. I'm on the board like Greg Penske is and a few other outside board members. And um, it, it's a place, you know, it's interesting. When I, when I see Roger go on that property and we're there almost every week, he has a new kick in his step. You see the pride in his face when he walks on that property of all the decades he's been there. We couldn't have a better steward watching over this facility than what we have in the Penske organization, but especially Roger Penske.
0: And the man just celebrated his 86th birthday. And if anything, he looks more rejuvenated this year than last. Is it amazing to just see a man at his age able to be so well-connected, have so much upstairs, see the vision of what he believes should be done here, the attention for detail, all the things that has made Roger Penske, the tremendous industrialist business leader sportsman that he is
1: i think you just said it all bruce um attention to detail i mean results orientation right looking things from a customer's lens all the time whether it be our business or whether it be in the speedway um this is a pride point for he and the penske family and for for he and his wife kathy and the whole penske organ family organization and our corporation you know it gives us great pride to see him and the joy that this facility brings to him but i gotta tell you He's always pushing us. He's pushing us every day to make us better. He's been my mentor. He's been one of my best friends, and um, he makes me better every day, and I'm grateful for that.
0: And as if you don't have enough on your plate already, after the Indianapolis 500, it's off to the streets of Detroit for the Chevrolet Detroit Grand Prix, which this year is going to be much different than any Chevrolet Detroit Grand Prix we've seen since the 1980s. You're going back to downtown Detroit on the streets, the city streets of Detroit, how big of a project is that?
1: Oh, boy. Um, great idea by Michael Montry and myself, right? It is a massive project to bring any race to the streets of any metropolitan city. You can't shut down business. You can't shut down commerce. You can't shut down the way of life of a city. So we're not going to do that. In fact, we're going to add to all of those ingredients and make it a better place. Um, it's been 32 years since cars have raced in the downtown streets of the Motor City and we're coming back. Imagine seeing cars go down Jefferson Avenue, the main thoroughfare downtown, at 190 miles an hour. Imagine these cars going along on our beautiful riverfront, one of the best riverfronts voted uh, across the country and in the world. Imagine seeing, for the first time ever, a dual pit lane where cars are gonna pit to the left and cars are gonna pit to the right, and in the end, they're gonna come together in single file and exit out orderly back onto the racetrack because you couldn't find 1,000 feet of pit lane, so we got 500 feet on both sides of dual lane. So our ticket sales are up 70% when we announced coming downtown. We've gone from 23 suites on Belle Isle to 70 to downtown Detroit, and all but eight are sold. That shows the excitement of going back downtown Detroit.
0: So how do you compartmentalize the month of May at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, what your duties are with Penske Entertainment, with the Penske Corporation, while putting together the race course in Detroit that's got to be ready just a few days after the Indianapolis 500 is over.
1: Well, it's it's a good question, but the, the answer to it is, you know, you got to have great people around you, you know, the human capital around that has to surround you because— you know, as Roger will tell you, one person can't do it all, I can't do it all either. But I've got a great team in the Detroit Grand Prix from Michael Montre and Letty Azar and Rena Shanneman and Merrill Kane. so many people. My team of Courtney Gibbs and all those folks make what happens magical in downtown Detroit. And we're gonna do it again. And I can't thank our partners, Chevrolet and Lear and Strategic Staffing Solutions, Huntington Bank. 70 partners will line our suites this year behind pit lane. Oh, by the way, that pit lane structure, is the same structure they had at the Waste Management Open just a few weeks ago in the 16th hole. How cool is that? So it gives you a visual of what you can expect behind pit lane of this massive cathedral of suites, double-decker, looking at a dual pit lane for the first time ever, and cars running through the streets. What I'm really proud of and what we've done in Detroit is over half of the race circuit will be open to the public for free. Never been done before. This needs to be an inclusive event, a diverse event, and over half of the circuit be open for free. We'll make it just that. And I'm most proud of that than anything else that we've done. And we're going to we're gonna knock it off, you know, the cover off the ball, give us some good weather, and watch what happens in downtown Detroit. Speaking
0: of great teams, you have a great team at Team Penske. Two-time NTT IndyCar Series champion Will Powers back to defend his championship. You have a two-time NTT IndyCar Series champion at Joseph Newgarden, who's finished second in the championship the last three years, pushing him in that title race. And a newcomer in his third year, ready to go, challenge for his first championship. Scott McLaughlin from New Zealand. You look at the ingredients of that race team, and it's got winners written all over it.
1: Yeah, we're, we're we're blessed to have the people we have. You know, they're all, besides being champions on the racetrack, they're also really champions off the racetrack. You look at the caliber of the three people you just talked about: Scotty McLaughlin and Joseph Newgarden and Will Power, and. They represents the brands so well that they that they have on their chest and across their uniforms and on their cars, so that that to me is a great source of pride of how proud I am of them of how they handle themselves on the racetrack. They're true winners. Now, as you know, only one person can win a race, and we've got three guys that want to win that race. Um, so for us, it's the you know. You never want to take each other out. You want to communicate and learn from each other. But when there's two laps to go in the race, it's the best person to pull that out, that victory. So we're blessed to have that. But this series of IndyCar right now is the most competitive series. Look at our qualifying. Usually the top 20 cars are less than a second apart. Nowhere else in the world do you have that kind of competition. Nowhere else. It's an amazing, it's a battle. It's 27 cars now. 27 cars are on the track this year as full-time and entries. We hope to have over 33 cars at the, at the Independent Motor Speedway for the 500 for bump, bumping again this year. So, no, we're, it's a, it's going to be a battle this year. Will Powers, a champion last year at over 40 years of age. Joseph wants that spot. Scotty wants that spot. But guess what? So does Colton Herta and about 24 other drivers as well.
0: And at every race on the NTT IndyCar Series circuit, 17 races on the schedule, you have vendors, you have concession people, and you have a lot of people who are part of the greater community, and a lot of those people get to the track by using Penske Truck Rental. And how important and valuable is that connection to know that a lot of these people are having Penske Truck Rental help transport their goods to the racetrack?
1: Well, we, we see that every day, don't we? We last year over 400,000 one-way moves person made by taking their their goods and services to a new home to a new a new college for their for their for their student or just on and off from going to races perhaps as well too so it's a it's a great business it's a great brand you see that yellow brand everywhere you know it's uh, for us it's been a halo effect as i mentioned previously along with racing and uh, brian Hard and the team the ceo of that business that run it for us out of wedding pennsylvania do a great job day in and day out and and we're proud to, to be sponsoring your program now, Bruce, as a result of all of that.
0: And also with Penske Logistics, you're always looking for professional truck drivers to maybe be part of the Penske team. How can they do that?
1: Yeah, go to our website, Penske.com. Go Penske.com and you'll see on there, you can lease a truck, rent a truck, but you also can look for a crew opportunity as well. And, you know, with most of the freight in America, about 80% of the freight still goes across the highway every day. And, that's, and we're a key component of that with 400,000 trucks, obviously, and we always have a need for new employees, whether they'd be truck drivers, but also technicians to handle those, those diesel uh, engines of ours, too.
0: And I'm sure that when they go to work for Penske Logistics, it's... It's a career for a lot of them that they find a home that they can be satisfied with for the rest of their career. And how important is that to continue that, as Roger calls it, the human capital?
1: Well, you know, the proof of the pudding there is our turnover and our retention rates, right? And our, our automobile business, you know, which typically has a turnover rate of some 30 to 40 percent a year, we're less than half of that. About 19% turnover every year in an automobile business, and the same thing is true in the transportation logistics rental side as well. Our turnover is far below the industry. That tells you. There's a reason that people want to come to us, but there's a reason why they want to stay as well. Our leadership in the in Penske rental truck rental, as well as Penske Transportation Solutions, typical person's been there 25 to 30 years. That shows the commitment they have to our company. So those pieces are all important for us. We want to provide a great quality of life to our associates. Remember, 71,000 around the world, um, and ensure that they're you know proud to work for it. But When they put that Penske you know truck rental or leasing or transportation solutions or automotive shirt on and go to work every day there's a sense of pride and i go back to that common thread they're now members of team penske not just that business they're talking about and that emulates across the organization no matter what part of our company you're in
0: it's a winning team on the racetrack and it's also a winning team on the roadways and now we're proud to be part of that winning team here at pit pass any presented by penske truck rental which we hope is the start of a very long relationship. Penske Corporation President Bud Danker, we can't thank you enough for joining on board with us. And thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental.
1: Thank you, Bruce. Very good.
0: We'll be right back to Pit Pass Indy after this short break. In the world of racing, Penske means performance and winning. For good reason. Since 1966, Team Penske has won 44 national championships, 17 in IndyCar alone. And last year, Team Penske claimed its Indianapolis 500 record-extending 19th Indy 500 win with Joseph Newgarden, the latest driver, to win the famed race. Team Penske also won its second straight NASCAR Cup Series championship. or, for household rentals, download the Penske Truck Rental mobile app today. Welcome back to Pit Pass E, presented by Penske Truck Rental. Next up is Alex Pillow of Chip Ganassi Racing. He's back as the driver of the number 10 American Legion Honda after getting his contract situation clarified during the off-season. The talented driver from Spain is the 2021 NTT IndyCar Series champion and intends to get a second IndyCar title this season. Palo joins me for this exclusive interview for Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental, is Alex Pillow, the 2021 NTT IndyCar Series champion. Alex, you're back with Chip Ganassi Racing. You're driving for the American Legion this year. Your outlook heading into the 2023 season.
2: Yeah, I'm super excited to be back here in St. Pete. Uh, amazing weather. We've been preparing uh, during this long off-season. It's always long for the drivers. We always, always want to be driving the car, but uh, yeah, excited to be back here. Uh, let's see if we can improve a little bit what we did last year, which we finished on the podium. So uh, excited to get this season started and hopefully we can fight for the championship again.
0: You proved last year that you are able to block all the noise that came with the contract situation out of the way, focus on racing, brilliant race at Laguna Seca. How were you successful at doing that? Uh, Not easy, and I think
2: um, in in some ways it affected us for sure. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of... a bit sad that uh, we let go an amazing opportunity we had last year to fight for the championship, but still uh, a top five in, in the final, It's uh, it was great. So it made me stronger. I learned a lot and I cannot wait to have a, a relaxed year out of the track uh, and just focusing on racing.
0: You have some real competition on your own team with Scott Dixon, six-time NTT IndyCar Series champion. You got yourself a former IndyCar Series champion who's a threat to win every race. Marcus Ericsson has improved dramatically, Indy 500 winner. Now you got this young kid coming from New Zealand, Marcus Armstrong, and oh, by the way, Takuma Sato at the Indy 500 some of the best competition may be coming from within your own team.
2: Yeah that's amazing I think that's gonna just help us um, I think it's better when we have a strong team to be honest I think we've always had a strong team but honestly this year looks uh, looks amazing so cannot wait to see what Armstrong can do I think he can bring some knowledge uh, from Europe from three years in F2 and Takuma as well come on I think it's gonna be one of the first times that he has a real amazing organization behind uh, and he's gonna be a big pain during the Indy 500, but I'm going to learn as much as possible from him and hopefully we can fight with him till the end.
0: After the season-opening race, the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg, there's a little bit of another layoff before going to the first oval at Texas Motor Speedway. What do you plan to do during that time? Yeah, we plan to obviously
2: analyze everything that goes through here. We have a test day plan that we didn't do at before uh St. pete so we saved it so we will go to barber if i'm not wrong so um, looking forward to that to try and get more knowledge for for this season and then texas and then once that goes it's gonna get crazy yeah crazy busy from there
0: there's a few tweaks to the procedures that indycar is going to do this year in terms of the timing of street and road course qualifying and the use of the red tires how do you feel about that um, let's see I mean it looks good so far we just uh, basically
2: have a little bit more time we have a little bit more tires we're going to see more action on track which I think it's good for drivers teams and also the fans so um, let's see let's see after this weekend how it plays out
0: now we know you're out here to win races win Indy 500s win championships so now how do you forecast the rest of the year for Alex Palo
2: I think it's gonna be busy. It's gonna be exciting. Um, I have the experience from these past three years in IndyCar um, and I cannot wait to show what we can do. So hopefully we can be fighting for Indy 500 again and the championship. So plan on doing the best we can and try and get the best version of myself out on track.
0: And you're also representing the American Legion in more races this year. How do you like that? I love it. Um, It's a
2: partnership that started really, really small in 2021, grew a little bit in 2022, and it's uh, full-time. It's the main sponsor for us in 2023. So hopefully you can get that number 10 American Legion uh, in victory lane to uh, spread out a bit more
0: the Be The One campaign. Alex Flow driver of the American Legion car for Chip Ganassi Racing. Good luck in 2023. Thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental. Thank you so much. One of the big stories to the 2022 NTT IndyCar Series season is our next guest. It's Marcus Ericsson of Chip Ganassi Racing, winner of the 106th Indianapolis 500 on May 29th, 2022. Ericsson is starting 2023 looking for even more great accomplishments. The driver from Kumla, Sweden, won Sunday's Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg on March the 5th. He drove a very smart race, putting pressure on race leader Pato Award of Errol McLaren in the closing stages. Once Award experienced a plenum issue causing his engine to briefly lose power, Erickson pounced in his number eight Husky Chocolate Honda for Chip Ganassi Racing. He passed Award for the lead with four laps to go and drove to victory for his fourth career NTT IndyCar Series win. Erickson joins me after his big victory for this exclusive Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental interview. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental is the winner of the Firestone Grand Prix St. Petersburg. It's Marcus Erickson of Chip Ganassi Racing Marcus, you kept your cool while a lot of the other drivers lost theirs. What do you see as the key to this big, surprising victory today?
3: Yeah, no, I think we had a really good weekend. We were in the mix from from the get-go, fast in practice, and then did a really good qualifying uh, P4 there on the grid. We knew we were going to have a chance to, to fight for it. Then, you know, the, the race was one of those crazy ones that we have every now and then in IndyCar. The uh, it was about staying cool, uh, staying on top of the car, and staying out of trouble. And I think we did that uh, to put ourselves in a position to... To fight for the win, and then you know, in the end, there uh, catching Pato and putting pressure on him, uh, I was gonna have a go for it, and, and then you know, he did that, or something happened, uh, whatever that was, and I got the opportunity and, and went for it. And um, you know, a fantastic and perfect start to the season for us.
0: Very big win for Chip Ganassi Racing with two drivers in the top three. Scott Dixon, your teammate, finished third. Chip was ecstatic that he had two drivers in the top three. And how important is that for the team to get off to such a great start?
3: It's very important because we have worked really hard in the offseason to improve our package on street and road courses. Um, I think this weekend, all four Ganassi cars were competitive. Uh, Marcus did a great job in the 11 car as well. And, you know, Scott and Alex, we were all up there and, and fighting for it. So, really good start for us. And, you know, like you said, two cars on the podium. It's, it's perfect. So, really, really proud of the whole Ship Ganassi Racing organization and the work they put in.
0: Because you won the Indianapolis 500 in 2022, you had a busier offseason than the IndyCar champion. And to immediately back that up, with a victory in the season opener, does that just keep the momentum going?
3: For sure, and you know, I, I know people were worried that I had so many things in the off season, but I try to keep telling people that this just gives me energy. This just, you know, I love it. I love the celebrations, all the traditions, and all the stuff I got to experience this off season, and I've f- felt it's made me, you know, better. Uh, and and you know, I think this. First preseason testing in thermal, uh, being fastest there, and then going here and having such a strong weekend and winning the first race shows that we have, you know, yes, we have celebrated that win, but we've also worked on improving.
0: We've seen the last couple of years that a fast start is a key to winning the championship. So do you see that as being the case in 2023 with your victory?
3: Yeah, I mean, always important to start a season strong. Uh, I think you you sort of get that momentum going. and, And for us to start this season with a win, it couldn't be better. So... We definitely have a, have a goal. Ship always says, you know, we have two goals, to win the championship and win in the 500, and that's the same every year. So this sets us off to a great start, and now we need to keep working hard and uh, go to Texas and try and do it all again.
0: What's your confidence level for back-to-back victories in the Indianapolis 500? I know it's still a few races away, but still,
3: you have to really be looking at that as a, a major goal for you. For sure. I think, you know, I know our cars, the Japanese racing Honda, so it's going to be strong on the, on the speedway. We, we were so strong last year, almost dominant. So we, we are looking forward to that a lot. Uh, and for me personally, to be there as a defending champion, it's going to be an amazing experience. Uh, but like I said, you know, I'm here to win races, and obviously that's the biggest race. So I'm, I'm definitely going to go for that back-to-back victory. That's a big goal of our season.
0: You came to IndyCar after 97 Formula One starts. Like you just said, you were here to win races. Now you're a four-time IndyCar winner. Do you feel more an IndyCar driver now than a Formula <laughs> One driver?
3: Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I think, you know, I'm, I'm really starting to settle in here in IndyCar. It's my fifth season. I love it here. I think the series is is great. I think Roger and, and the Penske organization has done a tremendous job with the series. Um, the car count is going up. we got some really cool races, and... Um, yeah, I feel at home. So I'm I'm happy to be here if I'm more... Yeah, I, I probably am more an IndyCar driver these days, for sure. That's a, that's a fair point.
0: And did you f- believe that today's race was going to be this chaotic?
3: No, not really. I, I thought, you know, street course races can always be messy. Uh, but maybe not this much things happening. But uh, that's how it goes sometimes.
0: And having competed with Romain Grosjean throughout his career... He started on the pole, led a lot of laps, but in some ways, were you not surprised to see his race end up the way it was?
3: I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen the accidents. I don't know what happened. I think Roman is is an extremely good driver. I know that from racing with him in Europe and, and also here in IndyCar. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I, like I said, I don't know what happened there in the, in the crash, but uh, I'm sure he'll bounce back.
0: And finally, a lot of people expected to see a former Formula One driver win the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. And you proved them right by winning it. So in a lot of ways, you have to feel good about
3: that. Yeah, that feels great.
0: (laughs) Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg race winner. Congratulations on the victory. Good luck in the 2023 season. And thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental. Thank you. And that puts a checkered flag on this edition of Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental. We want to thank our guest, Penske Corporation President Bud Denker, 2021 NTT IndyCar Series Champion Alex Pelot of Chip Ganassi Racing, and Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg winner Marcus Erickson of Chip Ganassi Racing for joining us on today's podcast. Along with loyal listeners like you, our guests help make Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental your path to victory lane for all things IndyCar. And because of our guests and listeners, Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental is proud to be the winner of the best podcast by the National Motorsports Press Association. For more IndyCar coverage, follow me at Twitter at bruce martin one word, uppercase B, uppercase M, underscore 500. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcast. A special thanks to our production team. Executive producers are Bridget Coyne and Gerardo Orlando. Recordings and edits were done by me, Bruce Martin. And final mixing was done by Dave Douglas. Learn more at evergreenpodcast.com. Until next time, be sure to keep it out of the wall.